Hey, tennis fans, you are listening to Matchpoint Canada, the official podcast of Tennis Canada. I'm Ben Lewis, and uh, this week joined by Canadian tennis player Liam Draxel, who just won his first and then second career ITF titles, uh, making a trip to Cancun, Mexico. He currently plays out of the University of Kentucky and is just another one of our rising Canadian stars. Uh, Liam, thanks so much uh, for joining me over the holiday break uh, to talk about some tennis. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me here on the Matchpoint Canada podcast. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I uh, can't wait to dive in. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. And um, I think the perfect place to dive in is uh, your, your trip to Cancun, Mexico, because uh, you obviously had a, a special two weeks there. You captured your first uh, career ITF title one week and then followed it up with a, another. Just um, can you tell me, I guess, how satisfied were you with the trip and uh, what kind of clicked with your tennis game the, the past couple of weeks there? Yeah, yeah, it was a great trip uh, to Mexico. I was there for four weeks. Uh, I started in uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta and had some success in doubles there with fellow Canadian Alexi Garlino. We made the semifinals. We uh, beat a, a pretty good pair uh, in, the, in the quarters. Uh, so it was nice to get that uh, couple matches uh, in at the challenger level. Uh, gave me a little bit of confidence going into the, the futures to, to Cancun. And uh, yeah, uh, the first week it was uh, it was pretty good. I made the the quarterfinals of singles and I won the won the doubles with another another Canadian, Cleve Harper. Um, and then uh, uh, it really just went up from there. Uh, kind of took off. Uh, you know, I played this whole summer and fall uh, of all pro tournaments. That was my whole calendar, and I was really kind of waiting on that first uh, pro title in singles. And uh, when it finally happened. Uh, that week against Christian Langmo, then, uh, you know, it, it, it felt so good. It, you know, kind of reassured that all my hard work is paying off and to win it like that six, seven, seven, six, seven, six, eight, six. And the last tie break was, was uh, truly special. So, uh, and then I got to, to, to do it again, which was, you know, the, the cherry on top. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, I noticed, yeah, that that first week, sort of a thrilling final. And i um, sure you gained some confidence from that because played great, obviously, the, the week after to get your second title. Um, just so we know a little bit more about you, I knew, uh, you know, you grew up not far from from me, actually, over in, in Newmarket, Ontario. When did you first start playing tennis? And um, when did you kind of become quite serious about it as a sport? Yeah, well, I've been playing tennis literally my whole life. Uh my dad, he's the head pro at Newmarket Tennis Club, so I was kind of born into to tennis. So honestly, ever since I was, I could walk and can hold a racket, and I was kind of swatting away on a ball. So I started uh, as young as I possibly could. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, it was a nice upbringing uh, at the New Newmarket Tennis Club. It was a, it was a smaller community type of club, so. I feel like all the me- members were close with each other and it felt like a one big family. Uh, and I don't think a lot of players, my level would, would have that, you know, they kind of grow up and even at a young age, they're kind of training at academies and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, it's special. And, you know, to go back there over Christmas break and train again and see all the members again, it's uh, it's, it's nice, nice to have. And uh, they're super supportive of me and it's a, it's a great community behind me to, uh, make me keep pushing for more and more. Um, and then when I, when I started getting a little more serious, uh, I mean, I played my first OTA tournament probably when I was about 
seven years old. Uh, and I had, I, I had some success like from, from a very young age. So, uh, but when I started, you know, really taking it seriously, training, like really seriously, I was doing fitness and the tennis, uh, and the whole, the whole deal was probably, I'm going to say 12 or 13 years old, um, is when, you know, I stopped kind of goofing around and practice and, you know, started actually like focusing on, on little pieces of my game and, and working on them and, and taking care of my body and, and, and doing the weight training as well. Um, so yeah, probably around that age, 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you had a lot of great success uh, as a teenager in, in juniors and, and going that route. Did, did you always plan to go the college route? When did you make that decision that uh, the, col- the collegiate route uh, for tennis was, was the one for you going to Kentucky? Yeah, um, well, I, it was always in my mind. So I guess it kind of always uh, college was I was kind of set on college my whole junior career. Um, and yeah, my, you know, my parents, uh, strongly recommended it for me. So I, uh, trusted them and yeah, when I was around 16, 17, when I could start getting, uh, recruited by these schools, you know, I took my official visits and then, uh, I ended up picking, uh, Kentucky, but, uh, I had a little, uh, inside relationship at UK because the assistant coach, Matt Gordon, he was my coach for a couple of years at Saddlebrook Academy, which uh, I trained at Saddlebrook Academy during my high school years. So it was uh, it was nice to go to a place where I already knew one of the coaches. That's that's great. And um, obviously, your, your sophomore season was such a special one, 25 and three and ITF National Player of the Year, the first one in, in Kentucky Wildcats history to do so, uh, I, I guess. For, for you as a competitor, how much do you thrive off sort of competing in, in that team type of environment in college? And how much has your game grown uh, at Kentucky? Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I'm very vocal. Uh, I bring a lot of energy when I'm competing. So I think it kind of fits in well with the whole college tennis team atmosphere. Uh, yeah, that, that, that last season I played, it was uh, very special for me. You know, I, I beat so many good players. Uh, I played so well and, you know, it was, it was really hard. It was really tough, but I just kept my head down and, and kept working and, and took it match by match. And I've, uh, I've really developed as a, as a player, but also as, as a person off the court, um, you know, just little things like having to do your own laundry, you know, having, you know, time management, all that type of stuff, stuff I wasn't good at, uh, before coming to college and, and, and the college lifestyle really kind of teaches you those things, uh, when you go out into the real world and you're a big boy now. So, uh, but yeah, as, as a tennis aspect, uh, the coaching staff, Cedric, Matt, Pete, they've, they've done a great job with me and, and also everyone else, you know, I, I feel like we're, we're all improving and we all want to get better and it's a great environment when we go to practice every day and everyone wants to, to get better and everyone's goals or to be a pro, pro tennis player so uh yeah it's a great environment to to train at all right how are the cooking skills at college <laughs> they've they've improved yeah. uh going in freshman year all i knew was uh could make a real good bowl of cereal that was about it <laughs> <laughs> no no kd maybe some craft in yeah. here as well no don't yeah. yeah didn't even know how to do pasta kd but okay. it's very basic i can do like chicken and rice and pasta nice, nice. 
So yeah, just very basic. I can get by, which is it's, it's all I need. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned you are vocal on the court, and uh, from just myself watching your your highlights, I've I've noticed you're you're an intense and fiery competitor. Um, have you always sort of played with that fire? Have you always kind of had that competitive spirit, or is that something you've developed over the past few years? Uh yeah, no, I, I've always been like that. Um, nice. It's always yeah, just kind of been my personality and it and it comes naturally to me you know I don't before the match say like oh I'm gonna scream and I'm gonna scream come on and all those things you know it just it just happens out there I don't even you know try to do it it's just it just happens and it just flows kind of out of me and I feel like when I bring that level of energy it it uh I can really focus in and get in the zone and, and play my best tennis so when I when when I am fiery like that and, and competing very vocally, I think uh, I can find my best tennis that way. No, no doubt. And uh, yeah, it always looks like it helps you in your matches. Um, you know, I think probably if we went back 10, 20 years ago, you would maybe stand out and, and it would be unusual as a playing as a Canadian trying to make it professionally. And it, it's changed, obviously, so much the last decade with the number of superstars we have um, on the tour. Do, do you have friendships or relationships with many of the other Canadians who are competing or also going the college route? And um, when you see, I guess, big results from the guys who are there, Felix, Dennis, even Layla making the U.S. Open final, does, does that further inspire or motivate you for sure 100 percent. it's uh it's it's so inspiring so motivating and to to see all those players do it uh at the top level and and complete compete to win grand slams it's you know it, it makes me feel like you know hey man like you know they're they're canadian too if i uh if i keep working maybe i can get to the position that they're at uh which would be outstanding and you know just to watch on tv watch you know on instagram on the tennis pages you know they're just killing it and it's it's great i'm so happy for all of them and yeah it's just yeah it's motivating for me inspire inspiring for me and i just yeah i want to uh i want to get to to where they're they're at so it's it's cool yeah and uh look at the some of you, some of the guys uh, around your age have, have big dreams as well. You know, I spoke with uh, Alexi Gallerno, I think last month, and he was talking about goals of top, top 20 in the future. If he could do that, uh, you mentioned playing doubles with him or are, are you good buddies as well? And, and do you sort of stay in touch and, and talk tennis a lot with these guys? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm friends with uh, pretty much everyone are kind of around my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, the players uh, around my age, they, they went the the college route. So you see him around at uh, the college events or, you know, the pro events around, around America. So yeah, I've uh, gotten to know Alexi very well. We, we had a good little run there at, at the challenger in Mexico. He's a, uh, he's a great guy and uh, we're a pretty good team. So uh, uh, that's, that's great. And uh, yeah, yeah. I know all, all the Canadians, we're all friends. There's no kind of drama or bad blood between any of us. So it's uh it's cool that you know we can we can kind of stick together as Canadians and and enjoy the battle together. And uh, your recent results, you 
you know, jumped 70 spots in the rankings um, with those two ITF titles, almost near the top 600. And I, I was just tracking some of your matches this past year. You've played some great talents and, and kind of been right there with them. I mean, I think you went to a third set tie break with Ryan Harrison, a former top 30 player. Jensen Brooksby, it looked like you played a competitive match there. And, and you know, just weeks later, he's playing Novak Djokovic at the U.S. Open. Um, what have you learned, I guess, about your level when, when you face some of this top competition and, and how far off do, do you feel right now? Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a great question. Well, you know, I, I played last spring in, at University of Kentucky and I was very successful and I was doing I was doing great. I was winning a lot of matches. And then, you know, this summer and fall when I was playing all pro events, you know, it's you're losing a lot. There's a lot, a lot of good players. And if you don't bring your, your best tennis, the chances are you're, you're going to lose. And it uh, took me a little bit uh, of a while to get, to get used to losing so much. And, you know, I kind of, I got kind of shot down a little bit and uh, lost a little bit of confidence there for a while, but I, uh, it was tough to do at the time and I really didn't feel like doing it, but I had to, you know, just stay strong and, and just keep going, keep playing uh, you know, I knew I was working hard. I was doing all the things that I, that, that were in my control. And I just thought to myself, my team was telling me, you know, the, the results are going to come, you know, we don't know when, but you know, you're doing the right things. You, you know, you just, you just got to keep going, Liam. And, and, uh, that's what I focused on, but definitely it's, uh, it's an, it's an, it's motivating when you get to, to play a challenger and you play uh, a great player like Harrison or Brooksby and, you know, you play the match, you, a loss, but you know, you know that the level isn't out of this world. It's not unreachable. Uh, and, and I know if I play my game and if I play well, that I'm in, I'm right in the, in the thick of things in that match. And uh, I'll, I'll have chances to, to win. And uh, it's inspiring for me to keep going and, you know, uh, played Harrison, you know, he's top, top 50. I lost six in the third, we had a battle. So, you know, just matches like that, just kind of re, reassures me that I'm on the right track and I'm uh I'm not that far off Mm -hmm. and um yeah I guess further to that for for your game personally and not being that far off if we're looking ahead to 2022 what would maybe be your focus on little details you're you're looking to improve in in aspects of your game yeah yeah well uh I think I ended off um those two weeks very well just not even from a results uh aspect but I thought my game was was uh, very good, and I thought I was playing the right way. Uh, sometimes my tendency is to play a little too far behind the baseline and too defensive, so I'm uh, constantly trying to to play more aggressive, stand closer to the baseline, look to come forward because I think one of my strengths is when I'm at the net volleying. Um, so yeah, core positioning is is one thing that that I focus on a lot because if you if your core positioning's on top of the baseline or just behind the baseline, you're going to, you're going to play more aggressive. You're going to take the ball earlier. You're going to have more opportunities to come forward uh, to the net. So uh, I would say core positioning is the biggest thing I focus on. Awesome. Um, and for, I guess for 2022 as well, you're, you're going to return um, to Kentucky or, or what are your plans, I guess, for training? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back uh, to Kentucky to play this season uh, this January uh, we got a, we got a good team, mm-hmm. got a couple of good Canadians on the team as well. Um, so it's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm super pumped, looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I think we can be really, really successful this spring. 
Awesome. Uh, I want to wrap with that. Uh, we do this with a few of our guests. We call them rapid fire questions. Just get to okay. know you a little bit better. Um, okay. Some straightforward questions. You can give me a nice quick answer. Uh, we'll start. Okay. Uh, are you a morning or night person? Morning. I, I pass out every night at like 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I sense that because you requested a, an early morning interview. So I was like, oh, this is yeah. the morning guy. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what does your perfect breakfast look like? Ooh, that's tough. I love breakfast. Um, yeah. Oatmeal's growing on me. Oatmeal with a little peanut butter in there. Um, some eggs. I like turkey bacon. Some whole wheat uh, toast. Um, and iced coffee. Love iced coffee. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie? Yeah. Um, I like Grown Ups a lot. Grown Ups. That's just a good comedy. Yeah. I like laughing. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, a place you would most like to travel to you haven't been yet? Uh, probably like Tokyo, Japan. I, fi- nice. I find that place really interesting. So yeah, I, if, I know there's a, there's a tour event there of the 500. <laughs> so if I get to get an opportunity to play that for sure, Tokyo. Nice. I, I like that. Uh, did you have a favorite tennis player growing up? Uh, yeah, Nadal. When I was really young, uh, yeah, my idol was Rafa Nadal. Awesome. Uh, what is your favorite shot to hit on the tennis court? That's, that's tough because uh, yeah, I don't have like that favorite shot. I just think I'm pretty decent all around. But if this is going to be really weird, but I'm probably going to say overhead. I, I, I like getting back and pounding and overhead. I think that's a, that's a strength of mine. I don't know. It's weird, but it is. No, that's, that's good. I get that. There's nothing more satisfying than finishing a point with a big overhead smash, right? <laughs> that's good. Um, I like that. What, uh, who's a famous person you would love to meet? Uh, Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, uh, honestly, probably this pro surfer. Um, I've gotten he had this little documentary on YouTube. His name's Billy Kemper, and I I follow him on Instagram. And you know, I'm just really interested in his lifestyle. Uh, a hobby of mine, surfing, and obviously he's he's sick at surfing. And you know, just his lifestyle. He lives in Hawaii's. He's really cool to follow. So yeah, probably his name is Billy Kemper. Yeah, he's a, he's a professional surfer. Nice, nice. Well, I, I hope you guys can connect down the line. Yeah. Uh, last one for you. What what would your ideal romantic date look like? Uh, uh, probably get, getting away like on a vacation somewhere like uh over there like near uh like bora bora or the maldives Mm -hmm. you know something something along there we like stay in the tiki hut on the on the beautiful water uh over there that would that would be ideal perfect i like that uh liam thanks so much uh for taking the time to speak with uh, speak with us on match point canada and we'll be tracking you in 2022 can't wait to see what you do at your next season uh, in kentucky and uh yeah congrats on on the two itf titles as well Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is so fun, Ben. Uh, I appreciate it. We'll have to do it again sometime. Definitely. Definitely. Happy holidays as well to, to you and your family. And we'll talk again down the line. Thank you.